1: Hey there, welcome along to a short sharp bite-sized clip from the High Performance Podcast. This is just going to take 5 or 6 minutes of your day, and I really hope it just gives you that boost, that lift, a little bit of an insight into the minds of a high-performing individual. This week's bite-size is really interesting. I can't wait for you to hear it. As always, without Lotus Cars, this podcast wouldn't be possible. So huge thanks to our founding partners Lotus Cars for their support. You can find them Across social media at Lotus Cars. We're also proud to partner with Mission Teas. Thank you, Mission, for being part of the High Performance Podcast. They produce a range of beautiful teas which will hydrate you, energize you, even help you to go to sleep when the time is right. I use them, I love them, and you can get 20% off by going to missionuk.com and entering High Performance at the checkout. Right, let's get on with it. It's time for this week's bite sized clip from the High Performance Podcast.
2: Yeah. it's it's a, <laughs> I call it a thing called teamship. I couldn't operate any other way than I'm about to describe to you, but I've never read about this in a book, in a, in a business book or a, or a sports book. And all it is, is if you can imagine me in front of my, you know, nine people in my leasing company or in front of 20, 30 year rugby players, what, what I used to like to do um, was whatever we were discussing, I'd want them to discuss it first, literally without me in, in the room. So I'll just give you give, give an example. And this is just some of the behaviors because I think the way you operate off the field of play reflects how you operate on the field of play. So let's take a thing called time. I am neurotic about time. You know, I'm never late for anybody, ever. Unless there's something massively happened out there, I can't be on time. But I'm never late. I think time says more about an individual or teams of people and play anything I can think about. So I had this big conversation with a player. So I set the whole scene. And I said, you know, I can see Johnson looking at me. So, you know, where's this going? I said, well, I'm going to leave the room now. I want you to discuss time. Because I don't want to stand it for the next eight years going, guys, don't be late. I want to just put it as absolute part of our culture. So they kind of got it. This is why I think Johnson was a g- genius. He kind of got this. So they had a big chat about it. He came back to me in a bit of paper, said, you know, we, we, we get what you're saying. So we, we're going to say time is, is 10 minutes early. So if you call a meeting to start at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, we'll be in the room at 8.50. And the key thing about this team shit rule, Jake, you, you can only become a team shit rule if you get 100% agreement. So it's not a case of 99% or 9 out of 10. If you get 100% agreement from the the people in the room, they then present it to you, the leader, you can still go yes or no. If I don't like what they come back with, I'm not giving away any authority here. I actually don't believe in democracy too much. I'm in charge of this team. But what I do want is their thoughts on this. I want them to all agree.
1: Well, Damien, we've now been going for, what, over a year. I don't know, how many episodes have we done, Damien? Like 50? Coming up for uh, nearly 50, aren't we? Right. So I think the word teamship now appears on my social media feeds more often than anyone else. I think that there are there are episodes that people talk about more often than the Sir Clive Woodward one. But I don't think that there is a single piece of learning that gets spoken back to me if you like more than teamship. Why do you think it resonated so strongly with so many people?
0: It's a brilliant question, Jake. I think part of it is because we've all been part of a team or a group or a community where we feel like rules have been imposed on us, standards have been set, without us having any say in that. And it can often feel frustrating or constraining. And I think what Sir Clive was speaking to us about was, how do you get everybody to write those rules and set those standards themselves so that everybody feels part of the team, they feel an ownership for what you're working on, and then you feel a shared collective community sense of all working together. And I think that... Most of us have experienced the opposite of that. And what Clive was almost explaining is how to do it and get great results
2: on the back of it.
1: And i tell you one of the things that I think is interesting for people, right? And this is slightly going off at a tangent, but nothing new there. Um, obviously, I've been doing live football during the pandemic, right? So we've been turning up to grounds, no fans, totally silent. I mean, it's weird, Damien, there's still like, there's still like the betting odds on the wall inside the stadiums from the game that was due to be played back in March 2020. It's weird. It's... Wow. Yeah. Everything's suspended. Yeah, it is. It literally is like walking onto the set of a movie or something. Um, But what you... The big thing is... We're finally hearing footballers talk to each other on the field of play. And I assumed that there was this secret language that they were discussing that was far more important than I could ever understand. And I, w- I wouldn't get it and it would go over my head. And it would, I'd sort of, I couldn't wait to hear it because I was like, this is going to be so enlightening. This is going to open me up to a world of sport that I didn't even know existed because I'm not an elite sports person. And so the game starts and all I hear is like, man on, man on, clear it, clear it.
2: <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
1: And I thought, hold on a minute. That's what I shout when I play with my mates in the park. Like this, like <laughs> yeah. this is just what we shout when we play Sunday League football. And the reason why I think that's relevant is that I think I think that we all think at elite level in life there are secrets. And then when you hear someone like Sir Clive Woodward talk about teamship, or when you hear Kevin De Bruyne playing beautifully for Manchester City but yelling the same things that you and I would yell if we were playing in the park you've realised that there are no secrets. And I think that that is the power for people. They're kind of, their mind is opened up to the fact that you can be winning a World Cup, winning a Premier League, whatever, but you're basically operating to the same set of rules that everyone is operating at. So we can therefore all get there. We can all be high performance because there's no secret. I think that's a really
0: powerful point you're making, Jake. And I think that's been a theme of all of the podcast series that we've done, if you think of the bits that resonate, say Johnny Wilkinson talking about the worries and the sheer anxiety that he felt before performing, who hasn't had those butterflies in the stomach before you've got a test or an exam or you're about to go and perform in some capacity. And I think you're absolutely right to know that elite rugby players need to be told about timekeeping standards as as Clive speaks about on this clip is reassuring because I'm sure we've all felt the frustration of somebody that doesn't respect time just showing up when they feel like it and yet to hear that the best teams nail that kind of behaviour with his Lombardi time is, as you say, really reassuring.
1: Yeah, I I think you're right. And it just is a reminder that no matter what we do, wherever we are, we're basically all on the same journey here and we can all employ the same mindsets, the same thinking and the same rules to have a high-performance life. Damien, mate, thanks so much as always. I love these little bite-sized episodes, and I know that people find them really informative as well.
0: No, I do. I think they're really great reminders of uh, some of the fantastic treasure chest of interviews that we've started to acquire.
1: And talking of that treasure chest, if having listened to this episode, you think, well, I need, I need a bit more from the High Performance Podcast. As we've said on this clip, we have got the best part of 50 episodes for you to go back, listen to, and learn from. I would just suggest you go right back to episode one, series one, and work your way through because there is something from every single episode of course big thanks to all of you for getting involved in the high performance podcast big thanks as well to will to hannah for finn ryan from rethink audio for his hard work and don't forget to check back soon for more inspiration from the high performance podcast Before we go, just a big thanks to Lotus Cars. A reminder that without them, there is no high-performance podcast. They're our founding partner, and you can check them out on social media at Lotus Cars.
2: Small details are big surfaces? Tight corners are odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured, or tall? Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.